Yo, I'm Reggie Calhoun Jr., founder and president of RPA College. This, this, is, this is Diversified Game Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have Reggie Calhoun Jr., which we haven't had an entrepreneur like this before. We've had folks who've had their own schools. We've had folks who've had their own curriculums. But this man, and I'm going to say this young man, this brother right here, has his own college, and he's focusing on athletes. I don't know if there is another Reggie Calhoun, unless in the words of Bishop Don Magic Juan or, you know, whomever said it, we got to go on the other side of the world to find him. So, Reggie, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, brother? Man, I'm good, man. That was a dope welcome, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, I, I thank you. And I'm, and I'm so thankful to have you here because one thing I know about you, you know, and, and thank, uh, thank Sam, the consultant, um, for sending me your information. She had, you know, Carbon Mom is her Instagram. She had sent me your stuff because um, I love education, but I'm also Reggie. I'm also. Hey. I'm a sports agent. So you are talking my language. For those of you who couldn't see, I turned my back. I'm wearing our our new swag, um, you know, for Coleman PR. But you are doing something that I know people said. Reggie, you are loco la cabeza. You are crazy to think that you can have your own college. What monies do you have to back you up? What's your endowment look like? Tell people why you started this. And I want to know who supported you. We're not going to worry about the haters who did it, but who supported <laughs> you mission? Man, so... So I created this because I saw a void, right, where athletes were chasing this dream of only wanting to go pro. And I have this I have this tagline where I say, do you want to be a professional athlete or a professional in athletics? Right. So I want to be able to showcase like there are so many different ways to get into sports like like yourself. You're a sports agent. Right. Um, and I just wanted to couple it with education and get them through certain journeys where they're not, you know, being put into majors that, that like, don't translate into real life. It, it doesn't produce any income. Uh, and if they don't make it to, to the pros, then what, right? Uh, when I began, I had negative $67 in my account. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't have any, any investors, no loans, no nothing. It was just uh, I believed in my hustle. And I believe in my product. I actually had got games before I had players. So I so I used the games to get the players. You know, so that's where we are now. Now, somebody right now listening, or if there are those of you who are watching, they know what it is to be negative in their account. Heck, when you said it, it took me back to and I was, oh man, I know the feeling. You took me back there. I know that feeling. How do you start something with such ambition with a negative already in your personal finances? How did you even file for documentation and and marketing? Like, what was the first step? So the first step, man, was really just doing the research on what college actually is, what the process is. I have a journey 
of how I even play college ball myself. So learn, learn, learn the rules from being a former athlete and then coupling it with what education actually is and then seeing the future of what education will become. It was just simple for me to focus on the research and know what I need to get done. And I filed for my business after I got my first client. Right. So after I got my first or whatever, I, I like use that tuition to actually file everything, get everything straight. And I've been, you know, in the green since then. It's not it's not a negative. Well, I, I love to jump into the money aspect and, and we are going to take this, you guys, as fast or as slow as, as it needs to go. But getting your first client, many people register a business. They spent all the money on getting it ready. They don't have any business. So you got your business already. Can you give the folks what range, you know, to go to your college, what they need to spend? Because there's a difference if you're charging people $50,000 to join your college, right? Or if you're charging them, you know, $5,000. Um, you know, did that first client then just put you in a whole different tax bracket? Oh, no, 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 no. So um, we are in year five, man. And, you know, statistics say in year five, most businesses fail. And if anybody has watched me from start to finish, I've been building the business and learning as we've been in it. So price points have changed from it was one price first year. The second year, it was nowhere near compared to that. Third year, it was a good idea. Fourth year, COVID happened. This year, it's different. And then next year, we're going into a whole different uh, price point. So if we talk about just the future going forward, uh, one one year as a commuter with everything included, your grades, your, your, your athletic training, your travel, your coaching, your mentorship, everything is running you about twenty one thousand for the year, and that's and that's with your cl- classes and everything. Uh, if you want to board, you're looking at about forty one thousand with housing, with your classes. With so we're probably the most affordable program when it comes to an all inclusive model. Um, if you want to come here for four years, and yes, we do offer two year, four year options. Four years is about eighty seven thousand total with housing travel games everything and so that eighty-seven thousand, and you know you also have an online program i you guys links are in the description i really want you to follow so if you need to pause and go check it out you know with that are you taking financial aid so we have our own financial aid so my goal in 2021 was to become the sally may so we offer payment plans, we offer loans and stuff like that, but it's focused on helping them build credit so that when they when they when they leave here, they have a good credit history. A payment for something that they actually used, right? So if you get a credit card while you're in college and you blow it, you don't even know which what you spent it on. But if you're spending it on your tuition monthly, which comes with your housing and things like that, you're paying rent, you're paying your bills, you're getting classes, but you're also building a positive credit history too. Now, tell the people how they build their credit by paying, because, I mean, I just paid Navian off uh, maybe a year ago. I was tired of her, and that $105,000 was, you know, paid off during a pandemic because I didn't want her on my back. I was, you know, oh, open line. I was saying all the stuff that folks who don't have wealth say about keeping that line open. Can you talk about how it helps them build doing it this way and how up to your 
helping them not keep the debt open for more than 10 years like mine was. Um, give them the game. Right. So basically, it's uh, if I would have knew if if I'd have known or had the option presented to me in a in a fashionable way to pay on my loans while I was in school, I would have did it. Right. Because it kind of gets it off the off the books. But for us, we want them to start paying for what they're using right now. That way, in four years, because most athletes going to spend four years in school. So that's that's the time you should be building. So when they say that, it's like building what? Right. So I want them to build credit, build, build good payment history, good build, build good payment, like, like characteristics. So whenever you commit to something, you finish the payment. So now we, we creating good habits of paying your bills on time and, and, and committing things and getting debt off the books. But this also sets them up for you have 20 to $87,000 on your, on your, on your credit report that's paid off and it's paid on time because I truly believe that people pay for what they really like. So, if you're coming here to play sports, you're going to school, you're going to pay for it because you can see what you're actually paying for. Right. So now you're paying for everything you're using and it's also helping you on the back end. And so you're you're walking them. You're going to pay it now and you're going to pay it while in college. What's the average payment like a month for a college student? So we're talking about um, it will it, it, be, be only focused on boarding. So you're looking at boarding. You're looking at less than a thousand dollars a month, and that comes with your apartment, that comes with your classes, that comes with the training, the coaching, the practicing, the gear like everything you would get in college all in one for less than a thousand dollars a month. Now, you're saying something that many people are going to be like, Nah, that can't be serious. <laughs> I, you mean I could have paid a thousand dollars a month because most of us had to work while in college. I could have paid a thousand dollars a month and not been hit with this big bill only if I would have known a Reggie Calhoun Jr. Um, how did you even put that together? Do you have a special deal with the bank? Um, is Reggie Calhoun Sr. on the bank? Like, give us the game. How you put this together? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I, I love my dad, man, but he don't have anything to do with the big, big business. But um, just reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Learning about real estate, learning about leverage, learning about what banks are looking for, learning about a conversation and and then leverage and things like that. Um, we also have a model where we do a profit share with our athletes, right? So all that is is for all of the apparel they sell, game tickets, any of our courses, all those things, they get enrolled into our affiliate program where they are now making 60% of what they what they crowdfund 15 so it's it's, it's between 15 and 60% in commission. So I was able to bring the price down because we have other ways that we're building them up while working together as a partnership. So I feel like every school should be working with their students and their athletes in a in a partnership style. Because, I mean, they're the reason why your, your school is making money in the first place. So why not give them a piece of the pie? Now, Reggie, you said something that is just mind-blowing. Because we became, I became a sports agent because of the nil laws changing. And being a consultant, I, I was like, it's the same deals that we're doing for our influencers and everybody else. It's just, you know, it's in sports, right? And, and, and it's the reason why I took the LSAT so many times. So you are profit sharing before a, a Cal, a Stanford, 
name whoever you want to name and giving the athlete something back. Before the laws changed, how did you do that and work with inside the laws? Because are you are you not in are you not bound by the NCAA rules and regulations? No, sir. We are not bound by their rules. We are not bound by any of those rules. But we also stay. We also mirror our uh, compliance with their rules. We're not. We're not bound by, it, but we mirror with their rules, right? So when it comes to profit sharing, it's almost work study. It's it's them working for us, right? So they are actually going to be on books as an employee, and they and they get paid. They get they get paid a a fair market wage. We're not we're not paying them to come play. They're not they're not getting paid to play. They actually have to perform and do things as far as, far, as, far as like sell products. So like they have to actually make a sale to make money. So we're not we're not giving them money just to say, hey, come to my school and give money. So nothing we've done has been illegal or even even against the NCAA. We just been ahead of the game because if I go to your school, right? If I go to your school and I get a discount in the in the bookstore, it's no different than me saying, hey, I'll get you a hoodie under my student discount. And then I keep the rest. That's this like we did it when we was in school. So, but we're not we're not giving them cars to come play for RPA. Now, you guys, you guys, I know your mind is being blown because mine is, and you're probably saying, "How did he come up with this?" This is what happens when God gives you a vision, um, and it's also what happens when you you know are an army of one because uh, Reggie has served the country. He may continue to serve, but he also, you know, went right by where I went and my wife went, which is the Harvard of the South, Grambling State University. He went to Louisiana College just down the street. It's some oh, type yeah. of genius that's just sprinkled around them route with that good food. With this vision and what you're doing, what people will say, well, if I come play for your school and I'm not in the NCAA, I have no way of going pro. Who am I going to be playing? What is the league or the division called? If it's not the SWAC, if it's not the Pac-10, what what group am I playing in? Here's what's crazy, crazy, right? So our schedule is filled with NCAA schools, NAIA schools, and JUCO. So we play every level. So we've played Division II schools. We played D3s, NAIAs, and some of the top JUCOs in the nation. Now, how does that? How do you set that up? Because it's so hard, you know, um, to schedule in a college setting anyway, even if they're in your, unless they're in your conference, how do you set it up being the outsider? How do you even get in to get on their schedule? <laughs> my man, tell us. <laughs> hey, man. So it's all about relationship, right? I did my thing in school. Like I did my thing. Like, like I was, I was pretty damn good. Right. And, and normally I don't say that, but for, for the sake of this dope ass interview, I I did my thing in school. So a lot of people who I played against or played with are coaches still. So I built that relationship year one. And then because the product that that we brought to the field, it was professional, it was organized, it was so for now word travels. So we only play college games. We don't we don't play any prep schools. We don't we don't we don't play any semi-pro teams. We you actually playing against colleges and it was beautiful about what we do our guys can get recruited while they're playing against the team that we're playing against if they wanted to leave. Wow, wow. And, and, and you said that's key. 
if they want to leave, you're making it a, a possible. If somebody wants to go, it's not like you're holding them in saying, you know, you can't leave and I'll, I'll cancel your whole career, right? Right. Um, where does that spirit come from? Why do you do that? I, this is a teachable moment for all the greedy people who think it's all about them. So, so, the, so the fastest way to freedom is to be able to make a choice that you want to make, right? So if I make you stay at RPA, you're going to be resentful. But if I say, hey, if you want to leave, we will help you trans trans um, transition. In their mind, if I want to leave, I'll leave. If I don't want to leave, I'll stay. So they are way more grateful because they're, they're like, I don't really have to be here. I chose to be here. And that's where I think a lot of people... Uh, especially these bigger schools, they make them sign these 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 binding contracts where they where they where they can't leave, right? So if a kid gets homesick, so all I did with RPA is took everything about college, right? The homesickness, uh, the coaching, the the location. We're we're in Dallas, so we are in a big city. You know, it's, it's not in the backwoods country anywhere. Um, I did the courses, so picking degrees and majors that I want to hear that will actually translate uh, the game schedule, being able to play whoever we want, whatever level we want on whatever day we want to play. And I put all of that together and made it into a program that if an athlete comes, we already know everybody's going to get homesick. They're going to want to leave. You, You can leave, but let's set you up prior to leaving. Like, we don't want you to leave because you're sad and you, you know, you, you're going to leave in the middle of the night. If you want to leave, cool. Let's work the plan, though. No, definitely, definitely. Now, you're in Dallas, Texas. At, how did you go about getting places to house people? Are they traditional dorm rooms? Are they apartment setting? What's the, the, the layout like on RPA College? <laughs> Hey, so um, we actually have them in, in in apartments. And the apartments are in conjunction with the University of Texas at Arlington. So we put RPA next to a university so that we still get the university feel. They, they can walk on campus, get the feel of their campus, be embedded with other people. Um, and that's, we just kind of did it. Okay, you went to Grambling, right? Yep. How close is how close is Graham and Tech? Man, you talking about ten minutes down the road. So I went to Graham for a visit, and I said I didn't know that they were that close. So I said, man, this is the best of both worlds. I I can go to Tech, I can go to Graham for whatever I want to do, right? So I just did the exact same thing. I could be at RPA, but if I want to go to an Alpha on party at at UT, at UTA, I can. If I want to go to SMU, I can. To TCU, to to UTD, to Dallas Christian, like I can go to any school, Waco. So like I can go anywhere because I'm thirty to forty five minutes away from all those schools. So I'm going to take myself back to back in the day before um, the you know 1999. I'm 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 one of those. I graduated with a 1.9 GPA, but I always played sports, right? Um, I, if not for a praying mother connecting me to the college that I went and I was supposed to play after my grades got settled with your college, if I have a 1.9, but a real fast 40, can I then go to your college and it'd be like a, um, 
an opportunity that the other colleges may not allow me to go because my GPA is so poor. Could yep. I then go and play at the same time coming out of Definitely. high school? Definitely. So our mission is to equip the the underprepared and the undervalued. Right. So if you got a one point nine PPP, people kind of forget about you or whatever. Right. Our goal is to pretty much accept everyone, whoever is deserving, whoever they want to take the opportunity. Right. But we 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 want to focus more on what you need to work on. Right. So your strength, you're already good at running. You've got a good four for you. Let's let's keep enhancing that. But your um, your goal and your dream is to go to, to, to a NCA school or a traditional university where you're going to need these things to line up. So they can come here and get an associate's in 18 and a half months and be gone. Mm, wow, that's that's awesome. Now, the associate's degree, you have many different, you know, um, things people can learn about uh, orthopedic uh, science. Um, what or is it only associates they can get? Can they get a bachelor's, master's, a PhD? Where are we we at? So we stop at master's. So they can get a master's education. They, 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 they get a bachelor's. They get associates. They get a certification. So our model is we want to offer every lane of education, right? So you get a, a certificate, a trade, a bachelor's, associates, because there's, there's not a trade school that has a sports team. You don't get a certification and play sports. And if you want to get an associates, getting associates in what? Right. So a lot of these kids want to be trainers, uh, ATs, massage therapists. Some of them want to be an engineer. Some of them want to own a business. So we have entrepreneurship certification. We have a traditional business one. We have certification in strategy and accounting. So whatever they want to do, we can map out their career plan simply by offering all the things that we offer and our relationship and our network with so many different professionals, we can, we can plug them with anybody. Now I can already hear somebody, you know, someone's mother saying, but Grambling, Jackson State, you know, they have accreditation because you're outside of the box on a lot of things, making it, you know, this fresh recipe from scratch. What does the accreditation look like? And I say that because what is accreditation? Like there's so many things that can accreditate you. So what really is accreditation besides being able to get Navient, excuse me, now it's going to be Maximus, to be able to give you money? What, what accreditation um, do you have or what do you think about accreditation, period? Right. So. Obviously, you've been looking at my tweets and, and my videos because I talk about this a lot. Accreditation is nothing more than a membership, right? So if I ask anybody um, what's a national accreditation versus regional, people would assume that a national is bigger and better than a, than a, than a regional. But it's, it's flipped. A regional accreditation is simply that. It's for the region. So the schools down south all, all connect, right? Now, with accreditation... Each school still has the the rights to accept or deny your transfer credits. If you go to one school for four years and you graduate, then you graduated. Nobody's going to ever ask you for your accreditation. Accreditation only matters. And I'm just saying what I want to say. It only matters if you're looking to transfer or if you're looking to get the government fun, uh, uh, funding. Right. If you don't want any of those, it doesn't matter. You know, trades on trades on trade schools are. Uh, by order by organization that you don't even know about, 
And if I tell you who I'm accredited by, not not us, if if somebody says, hey, I'm accredited by the distance learning education, you don't know who that is. You know, so you could be accredited by diversified game. Like nobody, nobody knows who that is. They gotta go look, go look it up. And it's almost like what's happening now with the COVID thing. I gotta go do my research. Okay, so once you find out this information, what you gonna do with it? Because it's not about the accreditation. It's it's, it's about the name, rec- the recognition of the name of the school. And you gotta re- remember this. At one point, Grambling was four years old. Now they're a hundred plus years old, right? So now everybody knows. So it's just from it's just from familiarity. But if you go to a school and you get a degree, and you can use that degree in a practical manner, does the accreditation really matter if you got a job? I mean, it really doesn't unless you're going, you know, you're coming from law school and they say we only are hiring from uh, the ABA schools. It, it doesn't matter um, as long as you can practice inside that region. And I will promise you, I've never seen one of your tweets. When God does his thing, he does his thing. <laughs> he does his thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not at me. It's a God thing in that, like yourself, I think outside the box. I live outside the box. Your rules don't really apply to my life. And even when I die and transition, right, um, I don't want to be in a box. Do me like they did. My, we did my mother. Um, scatter me so the w- world, I can, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. So I love that you think like that. Were you raised, like, to just think outside the box? Because I know your family... So maybe one or two were supportive, but I know, I know they were like, Reggie, man, you went to school. Just, just, just go the, the normal way. Stay inside the box. So what brought this out to say, I can man, do this? I've always been, you know, my family always support me and stuff and they always root for me, but they always look at me like, dude, you, you be pushing the buttons, right? Um, I joined the military on my own. I, I told nobody I joined the army, right? Nobody knew. I just joined it and, you know, gave them the information later. I've always been one, like going to Louisiana College. Like nobody knew about, about the school. I ain't know about it. I found it on Google. I decided to go. So I've always just been, I just always been this way. Like it's, it's, I'm from New Orleans originally and you always got to make a way out of nowhere. Like it's, it's always like trying to figure out how to become whatever. With, with no resource courses, right? And I looked at guys like Birdman and Wayne and Master P and all those guys, like, I saw where they was from and what they built came from nothing. So if they were able to do it, I can too, right? They, Master P broke the mold of you don't have to go get a, a record label to to back you. You know, Bird, Birdman got a deal for 90-10. Like, that's not heard of, but it, from where we from, you got to be able to create stuff that never existed in order to, to survive. Amen. And my first major interview was with Cash Money at the mansion. So when you say that stuff, I just go back to the 19-year-old me seeing all that and seeing how they put it together and seeing how P, who was in Richmond, I'm from the Bay, who was in Richmond and how he bubbled, doubled and said, let me get out of the Bay to flip, take this game, bring it to Louisiana and really win. And that's we call that geo-arbitrage now when we go to different countries and we do our investments and we're winning bigger than what we would win here on that same investment, right? Because it's just, it's just you know, switching locations. The profit's never respected yep. at all. 
Now, with what you're doing with the school and, you know, giving the, the degrees, are people getting jobs with the degrees that you're getting? I know it's fresh and new, but many people will say, well, will anybody hire me? Give your testimony on that, please. So we are going on year four, year five, right? So we haven't had a full graduate. Well, we had our first graduate and he's entering into the work, work field. However, um, our director of media and marketing, he created his own company. He's actually our director of media and marketing. He does stuff for some of like a major podcast. He's done fashion shows. He has, he has, he had his own brand. He was our first athlete first year. So from, from year one till now, he's been with us. He's, he's going to Africa with us. He's 22 years old. He's been to Africa. He hasn't had a job and he's been doing his thing. Right. Um, we got another guy who came, started his own moving co company. So, so he's done three jobs for me alone. And he's all over the, the United States now because he created this model for his moving co company that's similar to Uber. So our guys come here and they get creative in what they can do. We have a kid who's in real estate now, but he also does these custom vanities. So he's, he's making vanities and he's selling vanities and he's learning how to source his products and things from overseas. And then we have, like, man, we got so many uh, kids doing, like, dope stuff. We got a couple of um, guys who are into rapping, uh, performing, and creating from this. We got, man, we have guys who are now at a four-year school. We got some at Magnese State. We got some at Northwestern. We got a kid who went to TSU. We have a kid who's at Grambling. We have a kid who's at uh, Davenport. We have a kid who went to Louisiana College. We have we got kids who transferred to all kinds of schools and they're still playing. So we're in year five and we have guys who, who became nurses, CNAs. We got guys who started companies. We got guys who went to the four-year school. We have a guy who graduated. He had a kid. He played ball. He graduated. And he's a great father. And all that came from him being here, having guys around him, and then being able to mentor him on life. So he graduated. Now he's working and bought a new car. Got a, he got a, got a nice crib. And I think he's 20, 22 as well, or 23 years old. So the testimonies for us, it ranges. It's not even just about getting getting a job. You got kids making five, six, six dollars $8,000 a month on their own merit. Which is easy then to pay back if they had to, you know, take out the loan. It's easy um, to pay back if you're making that type of money. And many students um, aren't making that type of money because they're not pushed to make that type of money. There's no plan. You know, they're just pushed out of high school. Uh, what is, you know, the, um, the VC, the angel investors, have they come over and said, wait, hey, we like your model. We want a piece of this. Has that big money, you know, come in and open up their wallets to you yet? Oh, no, nah, man. I haven't even garnered that attention. Like, you know, if people even knew what we were doing on the international scale, I, I, th I think they'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll be here if they knew what we were doing in DR, Haiti, and Ghana. Like, they would, they would show up. Okay, before you say that, before we talk about international, because you're speaking my language. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to know <laughs> what, is, what is, before we get there, and it might entwine, that's why I'm going to ask my, my signature question now. What is your community give back 
that you are doing or that you want to do in the future? So basically, we so everything we do at RPA benefits the fam the families, right? So for our guys to get the financing through us, we want them to have their parents on, right? Because they're not only building the, the positive history too, they're they're there. So they can share the benefits of supporting their kid to come here. They can benefit as well as a cosigner, right? So when our community, we look at the word cosigner as a, as a negative thing. But if you if you're really supporting your kid, I think everybody should you know get pieces of the fruit and not necessarily from when they make it, but along the journey. Right? Everybody should benefit along the journey so that everybody can self sufficient once once is all you know, mapped out, you know? So if you're going to spend money to support your kid at school, let's put that money somewhere where it can make sense, right? We also offer different pro- pro- on programs for like wealth building and, you know, life protection and stuff like that, man. We have a, such a big wheelhouse of benefits for, for, for our community where we, we make it make sense. So even like some as far as like life insurance, right? But we offer it in the, in the, in the framework of protecting the biggest brand. If you believe this athlete is, is going to get you to the next level, let's protect them if something happens to them. So we got living benefits on everybody who, who wants to take part, part, part of that, but we educate them on what the policy actually does. We're not, we're not looking and you die. We're looking at how you can utilize it while you're alive. Wow, wow. Well, let's get right into it. What's the international, um, you know, plans that you're doing, and is Africa involved in any of those? Oh, one thousand percent, man. So uh, you're going to get the first exclusive on, you know, what's happening. But we are fully endorsed by authority, which is the Ministry of, Tour- of, of Tourism in Ghana as well as the Ministry of Sports and the Ministry of Education to bring American football to Ghana for the first time ever. So our plan and the goal is in all athletes to go play in Ghana in front of all the, all the Africans. On top of that, getting them citizenship in Ghana for the Beyond Return uh, Turn Home Act. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bring black athletes to Africa to play football, giving them that experience of Africa, but also showcasing the talents and to piggyback off of the NIL deals where now all of the athletes can now put on for their school, but generate branding deals because they're going international. They are, they are a walking billboard. Now, why, why Ghana? Because, you know, you, you, you look like a Bantu boy. Um, why, why Ghana? Why, and, and, and how did you, you know, just make this happen so, so quick? I mean, um, you, you're amazing, Reggie. <laughs> so, so, I, so I chose Ghana because Ghana has a 10-year plan for bringing the diaspora back, back home, right? Coming back home and getting citizenship in, in, in Ghana. They started this in 2019 where they wanted the, so the president wanted to bring all of the diaspora uh, back to Africa. So I think they might have gotten uh, 150,000 African, well, black people to come back. But I I reached out to them, you know, the internet is powerful and these cell phones are some something else. 
So I reached out to them because somebody was watching one of our games on Facebook Live and that opened up a whole, you know, deal. And they 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 brought us out to Ghana for 10 days. I was the keynote at their big festival. And we just talked about how we're gonna change the 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 culture by exposing people to what Ghana actually has, right? It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful country. I ain't you know, we get told so many things about Africa. And then there's a there's a, there's a wave of HBCUs being prominent now. So I want us to be able to become self-sufficient by separating from the NCAA and making every HBCU its own its 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 own own property. Right? It's going to be hard because you know a lot of them are intertwined with these PWIs, but that's neither here nor there. So so getting these athletes exposed to international travel, international deals, getting passports. Right. Because most black people don't have a passport. <laughs> so I want to get them while they're in college now get a passport. Let's go play over overseas. Everybody can play in Africa. Anybody can play in Canada and Ireland. All these schools are doing it already. HBCUs is traveling to go play an international game. Right. So we're going to get all 104 who have a football team, select a few of their players, and then we're going to go make a team over in. Ghana, Africa, in, in front of their country, in front of their, in front of their, in front of their government. So we got a full endorsement on that um, from the government exclusivity, being able to host and then educate them on what Ghana has going on. I remember when over seventy percent of Americans didn't even have a passport. Now I think it's like maybe a, you know, a sixty something, sixty five, sixty nine percent. So that passport is is crucial. I want Sierra Leone. Uh, and Cameroon to hear this well, because all it took was these, this connection and these bridges. Sierra Leone also has a program that is giving us um, citizenship. I'm actually, mm-hmm. my paperwork is, is um, processing as we speak. And I know there's, you know, 5,000 Black Americans in Ghana, and hopefully Sierra Leone will get to that number and more. So the, oh, opportunities, yeah. the opportunities are so open but for you to talk to officials in Africa is no easy task. Um, was there any, you know, people say, well, who did he bribe to do that? They just assumed <laughs> that he had to bribe because, you know, we can't do anything without that, right? Can you talk about that process? And was it a fast one? Um, and, and just, you know, did it take any, I call, appreciation? Man. I had to bribe my wife first off because it happened in. So we connected with them in May of 2021. We were in Ghana, July 22nd, 2021. So it's like two months. Right. And we only waited that long because they were having a festival at that time. So we wanted to like experience the, the whole, the whole thing. Cause we, we really could have went soon as we talked to them, we could have went over there because I'm a servant at heart. Right. I am a servant at heart. So I I led with the conversation of what we wanted to do for the country, not do for us, how much money y'all going to give us. I wanted to be able to bring something to them that I knew. I'm good at sports. I have the connections here. I want to be able to bring it to you guys so that y'all can benefit from it because coupling it with what y'all are already, already doing and what I'm doing, Nobody has to adjust any, 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 anything besides you just got to get travel, right? So always leading with every country that I've connected with, every government who I've reached out to, 
I'm always leading with how I can help them, not what you can do for me. You, you know what what I want. I never ask them for out outrageous money. I believe paper is power. So with the with the full endorsement and exclusivity, that's powerful enough for me to make the money on the back end. Amateur expert money on on the front end. There's not enough money for Africa, well, Ghana to give me on the front end that I can't make on the back end times ten by bringing some that's of quality. So it create the, the same way I made RPA. Like I jumped in knowing, hey, the front end isn't where the, the money is. It's the longevity. Man, that, that, that's awesome. And when do you think we'll get the first game uh, in Ghana? So January 2023. So we're going to start sending out the invitation letters um, top of the year to all of the uh, HBCU coaches and athletes to start nominating players. Because we're only going to take two to three from, from each school. And we could have done like the Bayou Classic did and everybody Classic, but it only highlights two schools. I want to highlight every HBCU so that all of the helmets and all the logos and all of branding is, is, is represented in Africa versus just two of the prominent schools. Anybody can go get Grambling Jackson, right? That's a, that to, to me, that's a low-hanging fruit. But if we could get Jackson, Grambling, uh, Tennessee State, uh, Langston, Texas College, like, like all of the HBCUs play football, and then all those helmets are represented in Africa, that's that power. Well, I'm totally biased. I'm going to tame my tongue on what my natural thing is because only one band has been to Japan and been in multiple movies and around the world. Had a heli- <laughs> the first one to fly a helicopter into the stadium. I was there. Um, you know, so I'm biased. <laughs> right? But I love that you want to bring everybody together. Um, that's, a, that's a great, great so we have some time, y'all, to you know, get your passport, get your yellow fever cards to, to go. Um, but you also mentioned the Caribbean. So tell us, too, what's going down in the Caribbean with the, the school. So, so we're putting a RPA program in Haiti, DR, and in Ghana as, you know, as well. So we're not just focusing on the big games. So we're going to do the exact same thing in DR, the same thing in Haiti. Um, and the reason being, we're going to start with the sports that are prominent. So in Haiti, it's basketball, right? So we're going to work on a basketball side. In DR, which is across the border, um, DR has a huge presence of American football in DR. And, and, and people don't know that. So we're going to be doing some camps and some programming and putting RPA with, within, within the country. And the way we're able to do that is because we are virtual. We are online. Like the infrastructure that that we have is unique, so we don't necessarily have to go and build a school. We can utilize what the government gives us. So they gave us land. They gave us access to buildings. So we everywhere, everywhere I go, I ask for one thing: exclusivity. I don't want nobody being able to come in and do something that because when it, when everybody try to slide in and do what you're doing, they're gonna mess it up, and then it gets. So I focused on we have to be the premier. So anybody who comes in and want to do it, they have to come through us so that we're, we're certifying them and, and they're doing it right. Now, I love it. I, I love it because with unity, we all win. It's a hashtag. I, I don't just like to post. I like to really practice that day to day. If there are some uh, professors out there and say, you know what, um, this brother sounds a lot 
more humble, a lot more organized than the brother that we gave $10 and he asked for 20 after we gave it and we still haven't seen a functional school. I'm not here to say names, but you guys already know the game. There's talkers and then there's walkers. And so, you know, if there are some people who do want to say, I want to, you know, teach at this school, or I want to see what opportunities there are for me to get involved, um, what are the best ways for them to do that, apply, or to be recruited? Um, give us a guess. Man, you can go to www.rpcollege.org. So there's the careers tab on there. And then that's all of the information about what, what we do. Um, if you want to be, be able to be a teacher or you have a program that you think people need to know about, hit up info at rpcollege.org. And we can really work on, you know, impl implementing your program within RPA. If you want to help with the overseas these deals or you want to be a part of it same info at rpcollege.org we're we're pretty open i believe in collaboration over, over competition every day of the week but there's a certain way that you got to collaborate right and and it has to be led from a spirit of servitude and not you know how much can i make right um once once it starts to come into the how much can i make and all that stuff like that the conversation gets a little weird with me, right? Like, what what can you do first, <laughs> right? Like, the, the easiest way to work with me, show me what you can do first, and then we can go from, from there to the moon. And Because if you don't have anything you, you bring in, we have nothing to talk about. Well, you know, there's people who will come in and say, I'm Dr. So-and-so, and that stuff you can buy online now. So what does that mean, right? And they'll come and they'll say, right. they'll tell you how they were a, um, just for example, since I saw you laughing, so I'm a comedian, so I got to keep going. But if I come in and tell you, you know, I'm the top school psychologist and I was a principal and I have five degrees and, you know, people have given me over a million dollars that I haven't claimed that on my taxes. If I come and I tell you, hey, I can do this for you as um, Big Papa Smurf. Um, then am I, should I be looking to volunteer or is it that, you know, I don't have $80,000 to pay you like Harvard would pay you or the schools in Pennsylvania. Um, is that what you're trying to avoid because you want people who really have a two, uh, 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 heart to serve, but you also know that these people have bills to pay. So before they quit their job and they come running and rushing to you saying, I can do this, Reggie. Like, where are you when they first get onboarded so so they can know where they will be in life? You know, does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, one thing that, that I believe in, man, is performance-based, right? I don't believe in saying, hey, you come in here, we're going to pay you this much because that might be too low. Or you may be a dud and that's too high, right? So I believe in... A well-oiled machine works if everything is working to its best ability. So performance-based, make sure that everybody on the on the supply chain is operating at its maximum capacity, right? If I say, hey, this is how much you're going to get paid, some people may look at that and say, well, I'm worth more, so I'm not going to give you 100%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you just enough because you ain't paying me enough. But if I'm saying, hey, it's unlimited. First, it's unlimited. It's uncapped. Your performance is 
going to dictate what you get paid, right? And it's not always about, about the salary. It's it's the networks. It's the opportunities. It's the freedom. Um, we do a lot of autonomy. So most teachers don't even have to be in Texas to provide the courses that, that we have at RPA. So you can do this remotely. And we've been doing remote work well before COVID. And people laughed at me when I said or online, especially for athletes. And they laughed at me. And then last year, COVID happened. And ta-da, here we are. <laughs> and, that, and that laugh becomes so sweet when you can actually put it together and show what you've done. Because again, many people want to be in the position that you're in. They're online every day telling people how they're the greatest. You're, you're fairly quiet. When looking, I did look at your YouTubes and you're fairly, I said, this, this brother he ain't got no ego. You know, where's his, where's his ego? And his chest pumped out. And so I love that. And I really want to push um, African Young Voices Radio. You guys are hearing this and I'm so glad to be able to give this to you. I, I want you to go reach out to somebody and say, how do we get this type of brother to get over here and do a program? Because it may not be American football, but it may. It may be soccer. Yes. He does more than just one yes. sport, you know. Um, I, I don't want to give them any more game because the next time they hear you talk, if I have anything to do with it, it's going to be on a bigger platform. And maybe, you know, he uh, then gets that the big head. Like, we all got to go through our big head stage. So I try to get people to get that quickly. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you. And I could go on and on, but I don't want to give them a game overload just yet. But let the people know, again, where they can reach you. And if you have any last words for them, please share them. Reggie Calhoun Jr., all my social media is all the same. I'm, I'm pretty unified on that. And then www.rpcollar.org or at reggiecalhounjr. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty open and flexible. I'll answer any question as long as it's not disrespectful. And, you know, just for my last thing, man, I, I've been saying it for years. It's on what can go wrong. You focus on what can go right. You know, because everybody has a plan for when it goes wrong. But if everybody says yes, are you ready for that type of success if everybody says yes? So I prepare for everybody to say yes. I don't really focus on people saying no. Like no come with the game. You know, yes is where everybody want to get to. So so, so, so if everybody says yes, like Ghana and DR, and I got to be ready to jump on, on that flight. So for my audience at African Young Voices, Reggie, um, let us know, can we you know, come from fairly on, come to your college, and maybe we do want to transition. Um, a lot of it gets, you know, held up in, do you have an I-20? Do you have a, a tourist visa? Does RPA College ever have any experience with that, especially coming from the continent of Africa? Yeah, man, we have a couple connections with guys who bring in guys over from Ghana and we had a kid in 2019 from 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 DRC to Congo. So there are so many different opportunities for you to get a visa, whether it's an I-20, whether it's a visitor's visa, whether it's a waiver program. There, there are so many different ways. And because we work closely with certain governments and officials, we can definitely assist with that process for sure. Well, you guys have got the game at African Young Voices. So the next thing to do is go check out the website and send an email and let them know what your situation is because every situation is unique. So you guys 
check that out. Real, real good game. David never sleeps. Earn your leisure. If you haven't reached out to this brother, hello, he's right here. Um, you guys have been blessed by this game. You already know um, I want to have him on African Diaspora News Channel, so I don't have to say it, but from America to Canada to Sierra Leone, Cameroon, I hope you guys take this game, tap in if you have any other further questions, Ch share this with someone, it will change their life. Y'all be blessed. Are you tired of the violence, tired of the injustice, police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America? Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. DiversifiedGame.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, aka the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifiedgame.com. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.